0: place our worth in our accomplishments. We place our worth in how much money we make. We place our worth in how much things that we have. We place our worth in our physical body and a society standard of what it means to be beautiful. Anxiety and depression at an all-time high. People feeling empty, we look at the highlight reel on social media of everybody inc- comparing themselves to each other. And we think, let's just label somebody. There's something wrong with you. You have body dysmorphic disorder. Like, I, I could get emotional about this because I'm not passionate about this and how fucked up our system truly is. Do you guys know how difficult it is to find a high quality supplement line that doesn't just destroy your gut? Most pre-workouts and post-workouts or even like on-the-go snack options like beef jerky or protein bars, they're terrible for your gut health. They're full of xanthan gum and guar gums and fillers and artificial sweeteners, which disrupt your gut microbiome and lead to chronic bloating constipation, diarrhea, and not to mention when our gut is off all the other symptoms like hormone imbalances, um, thyroid issues, mental health issues, which is why I'm just obsessed about gut health. But anywho, I have not been able to find a good supplement line out there and I had to cut out all of these fitness type supplements when I was really struggling with a lot of my own gut issues until recently I found paleo valley. And Paleo Valley is one of the first supplement companies that hands down is incredible for your gut health, whether you're on a gut healing journey, or you're someone who just wants to optimize your gut health and overall health. Their founder, Autumn, actually suffered with IBS herself. So she created this entire supplement line specifically to be gut friendly. And I'm not lying with you guys. There, whey protein powder, which is grass-fed and finished, gum-free, artificial sweetener-free, no issues, no bloating, no constipation, no diarrhea, no upset stomach, which is literally like the first time in my entire life that I've not had issues with the protein powder And they even have super yummy grass-fed and finished beef jerky sticks, which are made with a collagen casing instead of the typical citric acid casing, which is terrible for your gut health. And if you want to try out some of their other products, they even have a bone broth protein powder. I love adding that into whether it's like my oatmeal in the morning or my protein shakes. Um, It literally tastes like the Nestle hot chocolate uh, powders, if you ever had those as a kid, which were not gut friendly. And then they have great supplements too, like their apple cider vinegar capsules or even their turmeric capsules, which are great for inflammation and gut health. So if you want to get a discount, you can use my code using the link in the show notes here, which is paleovalley.com/slash Rachel Shear podcast. But all of that's going to be in the show notes. So check out the supplement line because guys You know me, I would not have this on my podcast if it was not awesome and gut-friendly. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Shared Madness. Today, we're gonna be talking about the elephant in the room in the fitness industry. And it's something that honestly, most fitness influencers suffer from, most fitness models, most bodybuilders, and honestly, I think most of the population suffers from. I know I did for quite a period of time, and that is body dysmorphia. Now, I wanna dive in today what body dysmorphia actually is, but also why getting to the root cause of this is so crucial. As you guys know, I'm all about functional medicine, getting to the root cause, because once we can get to the root cause, we can truly begin to heal instead of just deal. So before I dive into all of that, I wanna read you guys the definition of body dysmorphia that I got off of the Mayo Clinic. And it says, body dysmorphic disorder is a mental health condition in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance. A flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others, but you may feel so embarrassed, ashamed, and anxious that you may avoid many social situations. When you have body dysmorphic disorder, you intensely focus on your appearance, body image, repeatedly checking the mirror, grooming or seeking reassurance, sometimes you may for hours every day. Your perceived flaw and the repetitive behaviors cause your significant distress and impact your ability to function in day-to-day life. You may seek numerous Cosmetic procedures to fix your perceived flaws afterward, you may feel temporary satisfaction or a reduction in your distress, but often the anxiety returns and you may resume searching for other ways to fix your perceived flaw. The treatment for a body dysmorphic dif- disorder may include cognitive behavioral therapy and medication. Oh my goodness. And if you guys know me well enough, you probably know that this is not getting to the root cause. Everything that I just said here was actually pretty sad in a lot of ways. And I'm not talking about the person who struggles with body dysmorphia disorder. I'm talking about Mayo Clinic's definition. And let me explain what I'm seeing here. Number one, I'm seeing that what we do is we give someone a label. We say, you're defective. There's something wrong with you. You have body dysmorphic disorder. You are defective. There's something wrong with you. You see how wrong this is? And we label somebody. I see this all the time with you know, people who have major depressive disorder or all of these other mental health issues or even like other health issues like PCOS, IBS. We give someone a label. And the problem of when we give someone a label is they stop actually trying to heal and instead they start to deal because this is something where they say, this is a part of who I am and they place their identity in the label. And I'm all about healing, getting to the root cause, and helping people thrive instead of just survive. So what is the root cause then of body dysmorphic disorder? And is the solution getting on medication? All right, let's just throw some antidepressants at this person. Let's just get them on anti-anxiety medications. Well, why? Why? Do they struggle so much? And are they so hyper-focused on their body and care so much about what other people think of them and that they don't feel, really at the core, a sense of worth? Let's dig into this a little bit. And I can speak about this topic here today because I suffered with body dysmorphia myself, if I want to give myself that label, at least. When I was a fitness model, I was the cover of Train Magazine, Bodybuilding.com, I was competing in bodybuilding for three years back to back. I suffered with this, right? My entire sense of self-worth was based in my body, how I looked, where I was literally up on stage being judged for how perfect my body was or it wasn't, given a score based off of how my body was. I was picked apart. You're a glute hand tie-in which is where your booty connects to your hamstring, wasn't as defined enough. Oh, your abs, they weren't as symmetrical as they should be. Low score, low score. So freaking duh, people who are competing in bodybuilding are going to develop body dysmorphia. They are literally given a score based off of their body. And any minor flaw, any minor flaw that they have is something that they take. On of who they are, their sense of worth. And as we peel back the onion more and more and more, and we really look at this, what is really happening here is our sense of worth and identity is placed in something that is outside of ourself. With body dysmorphia, it is placed in our physical body. It says, I am my body, I am what other people think of me. I am my accomplishments. It's not placed in God. It's not even placed in what you think of you and what you think of you is actually based off of what other judges and other people think of you and what society's standard is of beauty. You see how fucked up this is? So like of course most people in the fitness industry who are praised for their body, who feed off of other people's insecurities in their body to make money off of it, are gonna struggle with body dysmorphia. But you see, this is an epidemic of our ego, an epidemic of our self-worth, and we're not just talking about body dysmorphia here. What we're talking about is at a whole, as a society, we place our worth in our accomplishments. We place our worth in how much money we make. We place our worth in how much things that we have. We place our worth in our physical body and a society standard of what it means to be beautiful. And we see the results from it all. Health issues, mental health issues, anxiety and depression at an all-time high. People feeling empty. We look at the highlight reel on social media of everybody comparing themselves to each other. And we think, let's just label somebody There's something wrong with you. You have body dysmorphic disorder. Like, I could get emotional about this because I'm that passionate about this and how fucked up our system truly is. It is fucked up. And this is why I'm so passionate about healing and getting to the root cause. And when clients actually come to work with me at Rachel Share Nutrition, it's not about just getting to the root cause of what is off in your gut or your hormone issues or your thyroid issues. It is getting to the root cause of the root cause of the root cause. And I'll tell you guys what, you know what the number one root cause is, why we're all struggling, why we have our physical health issues, mental health issues, relationship issues, whatever issue you want to throw in there. It's because of the way in which we view ourselves, where we place our identity in that is outside of ourself. And some of us have a sense of self-worth that is not good, right? Like we struggle with our self-worth. We struggle with our self-talk. We look in the mirror and we say, I'm not good enough. I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not accomplishing enough. And we pick ourself apart. We pick ourself apart. But where is this truly coming from? Where is it coming from? When we have a low self-worth, we really have to peel back the onion and say, why? Well, where are we placing our identity in? And there's only one thing that we can truly place our identity in, that is the truth, and that is God. God is the only one where we can place our identity in and feel a sense of wholeness. Because when we place our identity in anything else, we will always be empty every single time. We'll find emptiness, and we will constantly be feeding our ego. Now our ego is our identity. And our ego, E-G-O, edges God out. That's what it does. So if our identity is placed in God, and then our ego comes in and it edges God out, because it's saying this is who I am, I am my body, I am my accomplishment, I am my things, then we find emptiness. We feel worthless. We feel not enough. And then we constantly feed our chase for the ego to try to, for a short period of time, feel better, feel like we can have that sense of worth, so chasing after more accomplishments, more money, more beautiful, These things that actually don't last in our life at all that we constantly find ourselves on a hamster wheel of trying to just literally just like a drug, get the next hit, get the next hit, get the next hit of it all. So how do we really, really break the cycle? Because if we don't break the cycle, it really turns into an addiction, right? Isn't that what an addiction is? An addiction is at the core is when we can meet a need that we have to give us a sense of relief we can be addicted to fitness. We can be addicted to how we look. We can be addicted to drugs, alcohol, and all that is doing is numbing and essentially blinding us from the actual root cause of what is going on here. So many of you guys know my story of losing my health Dealing with hormonal imbalances, thyroid issues, depression, anxiety, and gut issues that were so severe, I almost had my entire large intestine removed. And Western medicine completely failed me. They gave me trash can diagnosis like IBS, depression, gave me a bunch of medications. And, you know, if I wouldn't have taken my health in my own hands today, I would be without an entire organ. Like, Literally. And that's why I created what I wish I had, what I needed a holistic mind and body approach, a functional medicine approach that said, why do we have this problem in the first place? And what can we do to restore function? This is the difference between thriving instead of just surviving and managing your symptoms. So if you're somebody who is sick and tired of being sick and tired, dealing with stubborn gut issues or hormonal imbalances or weight loss that you, you feel like is not moving anywhere or thyroid issues and autoimmune condition, there is hope. There is another approach. And me and my team of registered dietitians, we want to help you. We want to be the support there. For you, we want to do the functional medicine lab testing. Look at your gut, your hormones, your thyroid, your adrenals, deficiencies, toxins I can have in your body. Get to know what you're doing with your nutrition. Look at your lifestyle. Look at your previous medical history and help you create a customized plan to not just only heal but get to the best health of your entire life. So if you're somebody who's ready to take a root cause approach to healing and step into the best version of you, fill out our application on our website, rachelsjer.com and book a free 30-minute call, absolutely free to do this call. Our goal on this call is to better get to know your goals and how this approach may work for you. So click the link in the show notes and book a free call if you would like to learn more. We binge on the unhealthy food to try to feel whatever void we feel. And we feel better for that short period of time until we fall back into how we actually feel. Empty, unworthy, not good enough. We can do the same things with drugs or alcohol. Food is the number one addiction though that we all truly have. Same reason why guys watch porn, right? so they can feel some kind of connection that they're they're missing from themselves, and then after they feel awful, they feel like a piece of shit. But all of these other addictions, right? Addictions to what other people think of us, of our achievements, of just trying to make as much money of feeding the ego is an addiction in and of itself. It's just a publicly praised addiction. That's the only difference between the two. So again, how do we break this cycle? Because otherwise, if we don't really become aware of where we're really coming from, which is placing our self-worth in all of these things that is not of God, that is not the actual truth, but it is the truth that you have created for yourself, will always end up unhappy. Always, always, always. So number one is that piece, it's awareness. Because what we aren't aware of, we continue to repeat. And then number two, this is a hard one, but it's, it's accepting the ego accepting it because a lot of you guys are going to hear today's podcast and think i need to i need to kill my ego i need to get rid of my ego no 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 you will not ever be able to kill and get rid of your ego your ego protects you your ego is your identity right so we're not going to be able to get rid of it and whatever we resist actually persists but it's noticing when your ego is coming in the scene and trying to take over And paying attention to that. And the more that we can pay attention to that and take notice is the more that we can actually make choices that align with the actual truth, which is God, which is God. And that's really that third piece. We can't heal if we don't feel like there is something greater than what is here on this physical earth in this body, right? And healing really is realizing that we're we're all one. Get, get out, go in nature. If you're ever feeling like you're stuck, if you're ever feeling like you have negative self-talk, go and get in nature. You know what's the most beautiful thing about getting in nature? You start to more so become the observer in the background Instead of that chatter, that I am, I need to, that, that me talk that's constantly running through your head every single day. Get in nature. This is who you are. This is your essence. You know, Colossians 2, I think it's 2-1, I don't have it in front of me, talks a lot about how we are not of this world. Now we are in this world, but we are not of this world. So what are we, right? You know? What are we? We are the children of God. And we are spirit. And we are not the human part, but we are the spirit part, and that is the being part. Really? Now I could go real deep with you guys. I'm not gonna lie, I could go like real deep to like a whole nother level, but I'm gonna kinda stop myself here. Cause that's more so what I do with one-on-one coaching with a lot of my clients. And it may be like, whew, okay, this girl's going, woo here. So I'm going to keep it. I'm going to bring it back up a notch here. But getting to the root cause is crucial for our healing. Becoming aware. Not trying to resist, but becoming aware. Just taking notice. And then my second recommendation would be to begin your healing journey. Start working with a professional. I've worked with a coach for all aspects of my life business, relationships, healing, all the childhood stuff. And now I'm actually working with a life coach who's really helping me step into my most true and authentic self, the self that is able to speak my truth, to speak freely about things like I'm literally talking about today, where if you were to go back to my social media you know, a year ago, it was a lot about, hey, same things, the body, just just physical, all of these other different things, which again, I want to constantly say this, there's nothing wrong with wanting those things. And hear me out. You can also want to have a fit body. You can also want to feel confident in yourself. You can want to be wealthy. You can want to accomplish and chase your dreams. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here is we can want those things, But what we need to be careful of is identifying who we are as those things. That's really the big difference between the two. And what's beautiful is when we can have this whole duality, right, so duality is holding space for both. I desire, I'd like to, and I'm going to. I'm going to chase my dreams, you guys. I'm gonna continue to crush all of my goals with my business and my fitness, and that's never gonna stop. I'm going to go after those, but I'm not going to end, out in the, end up in this place of burnout, exhaustion, health issues, mental health issues as a byproduct of it because I'm placing my identity in all of those things. You see the difference between the two? So we can hold space for both. Can you hold space for both? Can you say, I want those things, I'm going to get those things, I'm going to do everything in my power to make the decisions to create the life that I have envisioned that I've always wanted for myself. Well, knowing that is not who you are. That is a freaking powerful place to be, you guys. So powerful. So do me a favor. You guys got something out of today's podcast. I want you to take a screenshot. I want you to post it on social media. And I want you to share with me what the number one thing was you took away out of today's podcast. This was not a scripted podcast. I didn't even have bullets that I wrote like I normally would. You know what, I, I saw a piece of content earlier this morning about this bodybuilder, actually his name is Phil Heath, who's like the epitome of health in the fitness industry, come out and say he has body dysmorphia, and I was like, you know what guys, I need to talk about this, I need to talk about this. One, I've struggled with this, And Phil is not alone in struggling with this. We all struggle with this whole self-worth thing. We need to stop giving people labels. We need to stop saying you have body dysmorphic disorder. There's something wrong with you. We need to medicate you. No, we need to stop saying that you have just major depressive disorder. Why do we have these things in the first place? We need to start asking those questions. So I'll let you guys go before I... (laughs) Take this to a whole nother level. but I hope you guys got a ton out of today's podcast. Share it. Let me know what you took away on your stories. Tag Rachel Shear. Tag Rachel Shear Nutrition and tag the Shear Madness podcast. I love you guys so much. And this has been Shear Madness.